0: for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey y'all, this is Jackie Carr talking about friendship. That is what our topic has been this month. And I have been so excited about studying this topic because there's so much to learn about friendships and relationships in general. But have you ever said, I just wish I had a friend or one person in this world that just got me, understood me, my kindred spirit? Is there one person that's loyal that would be my true friend no matter what? I know I've thought that, prayed that, and have said that. Although I can't guarantee that through this episode you will find the perfect friend, but I do know that through applying God's principles, we can strengthen our relationships. I strongly believe in the sowing and reaping principle. It may not always be in our timing, but what you sow into people, you will eventually see in your own relationships. We all have a basic need for friendship and fellowship although many times the Lord lines things out in a backwards way than what our natural man desires. Actually, you know, I should say our way is backwards. But much of the time, basic humanity goes into a situation or relationship wondering what they can get out of it. I know for me personally, the strongest friendships I've had are people I've served with in ministry, which brings my thoughts to Scripture in the New Testament, where Paul is basically saying the same thing. Paul is commending people that were close to him. Most of Romans 16, he goes through a whole list of people like this. Verse 5, he says, Salute my well beloved. Verse 6, greet Mary. Verse 7, salute Andronicus and Junia, my kinsmen and fellow prisoners. Verse 8, greet Amplius, my beloved in the Lord. Verse 9, salute Urbane, our helper in Christ. Verse 10, salute Apelles, approved in Christ. Verse 12, salute Tryphena and Tryphosa, who labor in the Lord. Salute the beloved Persis, which labored much in the Lord. These were people the apostles were close to. They weren't just another church member or acquaintance. He called them beloved. After studying these early New Testament Christians, I want to talk about a few of their character traits that I think will help our friendships. One lady Paul mentions in Rome, Romans 16 is Phoebe. He said that she was a sucker of many. What does sucker mean? So Webster's 1828 defines this as running to support, help, or relieving when in difficulty, want, or distress, to assist and deliver from suffering, help, assistance, the person or thing that brings relief, Are we a friend that's quick to comfort our friends when they are depressed or have a need we can fill? Or are we willing to simply listen instead of always giving an opinion? Romans 15.32 says that I may come unto you with joy by the will of God and may with you be refreshed. On the flip side of this, are you a friend that's always dumping and venting? Or do you try to refresh your friend's spirit? My husband can always notice quickly by my spirit when I've had an off day. He always, always, without fail, tries to make me laugh or lighten the mood. He gives me the opportunity to talk it out without judging my bad moment. So not only should we learn to be like Phoebe and be a friend who is a helper, but Romans 15, 27 talks about how our duty is not only to meet people's spiritual needs, but also their carnal needs. It's not enough to just say, I'm praying for you. I find this verse to be especially true for the marriage relationship. There's no greater friend in this world that I have than my husband. Many times one spouse will be refreshed by having their needs met spiritually and the other spouse or the the spouse in the relationship is refreshed by having their carnal needs met. I think both are important But we should lean into the understanding from the Lord to decipher that need which we can fill and what the other person needs. Romans 15.1 says, We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. The result of your strength is not necessarily determined by how well your needs are met, but by how well we can meet the needs of others. Verse 2 goes on to say that every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. Just think if we apply this principle to our friendships. Again, are we seeking to please or to be pleased? Verse 3 says, For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the repro- reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. Jesus Christ took our reproach. Another thing I think Scripture points out is that these people had strong relationships because they were like-minded. The more our hearts, minds, and conversation is centered around the gospel, the more our relationships can be strengthened. Romans 15.5 says, Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another, according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore, receive ye one another, as Christ also received us to the glory of God. If Christ can receive us, Jesus, the holiest of holy, received us in our broken state, totally imperfect, marred by sin. Why can't we work harder at being like-minded with one another? When my husband and I don't see eye-to-eye on something, I need to pray, Lord, help me see things from His viewpoint. Give me understanding. Give me an understanding heart. If I'm still persuaded that my viewpoint is right, then Lord, give Him an understanding heart. I believe we should both be praying this prayer constantly, that we could understand each other. I trust your Spirit can work in your will and time. One of my favorite verses lately is Philippians 1.27 which says only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind. Again, we hear this phrase said over and over again with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. I think if people were really concerned about the gospel, a lot of petty things just wouldn't matter. I think sometimes we come to an impasse with someone and become frustrated, and it's just a, another reminder that this world is not our home. Our main objective should always be about the gospel. No matter what our calling is, no matter what our gift and talent is, everything we do should point people to the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Lastly, Romans fifteen fourteen says, And myself also I am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another. Paul saw the good in them. Are we quick to point out the good or are we quick to point out the bad? Sometimes people can get uncomfortable when others are being talked good about or bragged on. Instead of rebuttaling something negative that you know about someone else, a spiritually minded person should have been the first to find their positive quality. Not only should we tell a friend or anyone about the good we see in them, but we shall t- we should tell others the good we find in someone else. I know this takes reprogramming our minds, but it is possible with the Holy Spirit's help. It is wise though, If you're gonna talk about someone to another person, okay, just making a tip here, make sure you mention their positive qualities also, or they may think you're just trying to find a way to slam them. What I mean by that is this. If you know you have a friend, okay, who is struggling and overwhelmed by raising her children, she feels like she is in survival mode, that's not the time to brag on Susie who always has her children in order. They are always on time They sit in church quiet as a mouse, you know, make sure your praise is not being used as a manipulation to cut people instead of lifting them up. So I hope these principles, practical, spiritual, from scripture will help strengthen you and your friendships and relationships as they have mine. Thank you for taking your time to listen and don't forget to tune in next Monday for our next episode joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time,